This is the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. We have assembled the world's finest sports and trivia dorks to prove once and for all that we are just as bad at this as we were at sports. Hello everyone and welcome to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. Sports trivia for those of us who rode the pine. I'm your host for today's game, Scott, and we will be pitting the Benchwarmer team of Eric and Matt against Benchwarmer Dan and newcomer Jake Freudenberg. Welcome to the bench, Jake. Why don't you take a minute to let us know where you're from, what teams you root for, and anything else you'd like to share with us. Sure. Thanks for having me on, guys. Um, so as Scott said, I am Jake Freudenberg. Um, I am from Cincinnati, Ohio, and unfortunately, I'm a Reds and Bengals fan. Uh, Bengals, has obviously, it was a rough, rough weekend for us, you know. Send your thoughts and prayers, please. I'm a Xavier University fan, uh, basketball-wise, college basketball-wise. And then um, Notre Dame football and uh, recently just getting into hockey. uh, And for some reason, I picked the Minnesota Wild. Wow. I'm sorry. Well, it's it's a stupid way I came about it. I was playing a video game, and um, my Be a Pro player got drafted by the Wild. We won the cup. Simple enough. Had to have been a game if they won. Yes, the exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think that's a hell of a way to choose a team, though. Uh, mm-hmm. Speaking of Minnesota, Dan, how's it going today? Uh, you know, we're we're doing fine out here. We're everything is peachy. We're not living in a world where there's a worldwide pandemic and everything's going just perfect. And um, I live in a dreamland here. Uh, Dan, what is your team name going to be for today? We were trying to come up with something that had something to do with like Jake's uh, fandom and all. And um, I, I suggested Joe Burrow's knee, but I was told that that might be a little too early for that. So we're not going to go with that. Um, but instead, we're going to go with, just because of the, the Reds connection and our show, we're going to be the Johnny Benchwarmers. Oh, that's good. Actually, how has that not been done yet? It has. Oh, well, then there we go. <laughs> Way to just rain on my parade. If it's too early for Joe Burrow's knee, can we do Carson Palmer's knee? <laughs> Still too early for that. <laughs> oh, <all right. laughs> yeah, we did Johnny Benchwarmers on uh, pre and post game. Yeah, pre and post game on one yeah. of our um, the the one on one on one episode we did back That's in like different. July. I met as a team name. <laughs> Anyways, Johnny Benchwarmers. All right, Matt, I'll swing it over to you. How's it going, buddy? Oh, you know, not that bad. Same old, same old. Finally got the house sold moving here in December. So by the time this episode probably comes out, we'll either be on the road or I'll be listening to it as I'm driving down to Omaha or something like that. So honestly, your house sale and subsequent like moving that's going on with it is like has been the most riveting saga in my saga in my life since the Twilight series. Mm-hmm. So thank you. Well, for thank that. you. I, I don't know if that's a compliment or not, but uh, I guess I'll take it as a compliment. A- every week. I can't wait for the, the, the update. Well, we got frustrated because we had the inspection here the other day and I expected a laundry list of things they wanted us to fix and they just wanted two things, just inspected. So the inspection was done today. So I guess today officially everything is done. So it's going. All right. Let's see if you can keep the momentum going with a win. Uh, And you might have a good shot because your teammate's going to be Eric. How's it going, buddy? It's good to see you. I know you've been struggling lately, so I'm glad that you're uh, hopefully somewhat close to full health. Right? No, I was, what, I haven't been on a recording in a while. Um, you know, getting stuff jabbed up your nose to find out if you're dying is is not fun, um, especially laying in bed. So I shaved, you know, you guys can't see that, but I did. So I don't look like a mountain man anymore. Um, but Scott, our team name is kind of dedicated to you today. 
Um, for, for some people that, you know, may not know yet, we have a new bench warmer, Marcus and Scott's love of Marcus. Um, <laughs> so our team name today is, uh, these pretzels are making me thirsty. No, you gotta say it right. These pretzels are making me thirsty. <laughs> okay. These pretzels are making me, what is it? Thirsty. Is that <laughs> everyone's going to do it at least once. Come on, Jake, your turn. You do it. <laughs> these pretzels are making me thirsty. Okay. Yeah. That's I, I mean, it wasn't that good. That's okay. <laughs> I didn't mind it. That's okay. That sounded you like know. Christopher Walken. These pretzels <laughs> are making <laughs> me thirsty. Pretzels. I'm telling you. No, wait, that's not Crocker. <laughs> hey, let's not let's not ruin my halftime. All right. I just learned I can't do a uh, Christopher Walken impression. Just just learned that now. We all did. I just learned that too. <laughs> I just I just learned I wouldn't be in a Woody Allen film. <laughs> Okay, welcome to the bench Come channel. On, rain it in, Scott. Jeez, I am. I am. <laughs> you can't control us. <laughs> welcome to the bench, gentlemen. Before we get started, uh, I'm going to throw it to Dan for the rules. We will be starting off with the tailgate to warm up the teams. This will be followed by four quarters of play, each with a different trivia style. The styles of quarters one through three will change from show to show, and I will explain them as we go along. Like any good sporting event, we will have a halftime show after the second quarter with entertainment questions pertaining to sports. And in the fourth quarter, our teams will wager from the points they've accumulated to see who are today's clipboard captains to be honored like the true benchwarmers they are. All right, let's get this game underway. Thank you, Dan. Uh, we'll be starting off with the tailgate round, consisting of three warm-up questions worth 10 points apiece. Question number one, Trevor Bauer won the 2020 National League Cy Young Award after posting a 1.73 ERA and striking out 100 batters and 73 innings pitched for the Reds. Since the award was introduced in 1956, how many other Reds pitchers have won a Cy Young Award? I mean, you know, these questions are supposed to be fairly easy, <laughs> right? This is so recent. I mean, the award. Well, Trevor Bauer is recent, but... Now I got to go through a hundred years of Saint, of uh, Cincinnati Reds pitchers to come up with a potential Cy Young winner. I thought if anyone would enjoy this, it would be you. You want to check that in, Jake? Yeah, yeah, check it in. Okay, we're we're checked in then. All right. Uh, speaking of Reds, the Johnny Benchwarmers have checked in. These pretzels are making me thirsty. You guys can talk it out. So what? Um, none. <laughs> it's got to be something like that, right? It's. It, I mean, I'm not going to come up with, you know, names. So, The Big Red Machine had to have had some pretty awesome pitchers, but I can't think of anybody of the pitchers on their, on their team, those teams in the early 70s. It's got to be zero. Okay, well, let's go with that then. All right. All right. These pretzels have checked in with zero. Johnny Benchwarmers, what did you guys come up with? So um, I was going through it, um, and it's been a big thing here in Cincy. Um Trevor Bauer was the first, I believe. Uh, Mario Soto in the '80s and Tom Seaver in the '70s, or like second or third or something like that. But Trevor Bauer was the first, so no nobody before Trevor Bauer. Both teams have checked in with zero, and surprisingly enough, Trevor Bauer is the only Red to win a Cy Young Award. Uh, both teams getting points on that one. I believe Johnny Cueto was also very close one year uh, when I was making up this question. There was, I actually came across some sort of rant about how Cueto should have won it uh, 
one, I think, what, 2010 or 11 or something like that? I, I would probably say it would be 12 just because that was the year that the Reds should have been in the World Series, you know, and uh, gosh, no, more Cincinnati heartbreak. <laughs> yeah, storied franchise and one <sighs> uh, Cy Young Award. It's a guy that's probably not going to be on the team next year. How many years of Cincinnati Reds baseball has there been? 151. I was going to answer a lot, but yeah, 151 is more, uh, <laughs> more accurate. <laughs> well, I mean, we just had a big thing because of, um, of I think it's 151. 152, maybe. I don't know. 1869. So, no, 151. Yeah, I'm thinking of already as 21 for some reason. God, this year. Um, <laughs> but yeah, because that was a big thing. Um, everybody on their jerseys in the MLB had an MLB 150 patch on the, on the uh, shoulder, and then the Reds had a special designation for being 150. So... All right. Well, thank you for that, Jake. Uh, much better flavor text than me, so I might uh, rely on you again later on for some stuff. That will bring us to uh, question two of the tailgate round. What quarterback faced off against his future brother-in-law losing the 2006 Fiesta Bowl to Ohio State? I know this one, Eric. We can check in. Yeah. Yeah. These pretzels are making me thirsty. Has checked in. Johnny Benchwarmers, let's talk it out. So you said it was the 2006 Fiesta Bowl? Correct. So, and they lost Ohio State. I'm try- I think that would be Brady Quinn. I think you're right. I'm pretty sure you're right. Yeah, I mean, I'm just trying to think through it because I know they made it to the Sugar Bowl and lost to LSU. And the national championship, they lost to, uh, to Florida. But saying that they lost to Ohio State, yeah, it's got to be. It's got to be Brady Quinn. Notre Dame. Yeah, and his, uh, his wife is um, one of those Packers. Um, uh sister i think aj hawk maybe Is it aj hawk i think yeah, yeah okay yeah I, i'm cool with locking in or checking in rather with uh brady quinn yeah that's fine all right johnny benchwarmers have checked in with brady quinn matt you seem to uh come up with this one pretty quickly what was your answer yep aj antoine hawk his brother and love brady quinn uh, yeah, both teams are correct, and you got it uh, backwards, but yeah, uh, A.J. Hawk married Brady Quinn's sister. Okay. Um, Laura Quinn, who attended the game with a half jersey, half Quinn, half A.J. Hawk jersey at that uh, Fiesta Bowl game that uh, Hawk and the Buckeyes won. All right, so points all around on that one. Brings us to question three in the tailgate round. What player drafted in 2003 out of Xavier scored 14,000 points during his career trailing only LeBron, Dwayne Wade, Carmelo, and Chris Bosh amongst people in his draft class. I was just about to send that same name to you, so we'll we'll check in. All right, Johnny Benchwarmers have checked in. These pretzels, let's hear it out. Hi, Eric. How are you? I'm great. (laughs) That's got to be a... (laughs) That's code for I have zero clue, so... 2003 draft um, at a Xavier. That's David West. You sure it wasn't Jimmy North? Could be Darko, but maybe I don't know. Um, yeah, I, I'm, I want to say David. Darko, West. Darko didn't come from. I know. He didn't play. I know. <laughs> okay, I was gonna say I don't know much about this about <laughs> college basketball or the NBA in the last 20 years, but I did know that Darko didn't go to Xavier. <laughs> All right, David West did. So let's go, with David West. <laughs> All right, these pretzels have checked in with David West, Johnny Benchwarmers. What was your answer? Um, so being obviously a Xavier guy and growing up watching Xavier basketball, the former national player of the year, David West. All right, both teams getting points. The answer is David West. Kind of gets lost in uh, 
you know, the luster of that 03 draft class, but definitely carved out a, a really solid career for himself. I think he won, he won at least one ring with Golden State. I think he just got the one, right? I think he was just there for their last one. He went ring hopping. Nothing wrong with that. I mean, sign the veteran minimum or whatever and uh, get a little, get a few minutes here, a few minutes there, and get yourself a ring. Not bad. He, he got two. Did he get two? He got two. All right. Both are Golden States, right? Yeah, I know he. I know he's on a Golden State team for I think the last two or three years of his career. Yeah. Uh, heading into the first quarter, we have a score of a deadlock, thirty to thirty. Before we get to the first quarter, we wanted to let you know that we are on Patreon. If you'd be interested in supporting us financially, your contributions will be used to help us cover the costs that it takes to bring you the high quality sports trivia you have come to expect from us. There's also some great perks that come with the Patreon membership to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast, including bonus episodes and Benchwarmers swag. You can find us at patreon.com slash benchwarmersTP. Thanks. And that will bring us to today's first quarter, which will be pre and post game. Pre and post game. For this quarter, there will be five before and after style questions. For example, if I said, what all-time leader in receptions for the Indianapolis Colts was a Notre Dame safety drafted by the Minnesota Vikings? The answer would be Marvin Harrison Smith. Each question is worth 20 points. Question number one in pre and post game. This lefty threw for more than 200 innings in 14 consecutive seasons and recorded at least 10 wins in 15 straight seasons. And in 2006, he became the first player in history to record two interception returns for 100 yards or more, doing it against the Cowboys both times. If both teams are stumped, I can give the years this uh, pitcher played if it helps. It would help me. That's one thing I was sitting there going. I have no idea what the era is. So, I'm, I'm, fine. I'm fine with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. 2000 to 2015. We're going to go ahead and check in. All right, these pretzels have checked in. Johnny Benchwarmers, talk it out. All right. I'm pretty sure the pitcher is going to be Mark Burley. Um, and I'm having a real hard time with the defensive back who would have had the two interceptions. This name Lido jumps into my head, but I don't know a last name on it. L-I-T-O. Does that ring a bell with you? It doesn't. I know he does a good shuffle, but... Um, Lido shuffle, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is the guy I'm thinking of. He played for Philadelphia. I can't, I can't think of his last name. Yeah, I, I can't either. Um, I'm not a big Philly sports fan, first of all. Um, oh, no, no, there's no reason to be. Yeah, right, exactly. Except for I actually do like the Phillies. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, I, I think we're just going to have to go with, the, uh, with Mark Burlito. Oh, and call it a night. Yeah, we'll check that in. Do you need me to say it again or do you got it? No, no, you're good. You're good. Johnny Benchwarmers have checked in with Mark Burlito. One for the road. <laughs> These pretzels, what do you guys come up with? So he, so Eric came up with uh, Lito Shepard uh, pretty quickly. But then I was trying to think of left-handed pitchers, and I came up with Mark Burley, and he said, that fits. So Mark Burley, Toe Shepard. Yep. Uh, one team just couldn't get the last name. The correct answer is Mark Burley, Shepard. Dang it. 
That's how it starts. That's how they get you right there. <laughs> so we got four more, and, and uh, I think this next one's easier. So I'm physically drained after the first one. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move right on to question number two in pre- and post-game. He was the number one overall pick in the 1986 NBA draft and finished his 16-year career in 2005, falling one home run short of 400 for his career. Matt's not here anymore. He left. No, I'm listening. I'm, I went into my mind closet. <laughs> I thought you were looking at your Kathy Ireland poster, the way you were gazing. Listen, she is a national treasure. She's a national treasure. She's the Dick Weber of, uh... <laughs> of, of everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the, the, let's, let's check in. We can check in. All right. These pretzels are making me thirsty. Have checked in. Johnny Benchwarmers, let's hear it. Yeah, it, it, it was definitely Brad Doherty. He went right before Len Bias. But I cannot come up with a baseball player that would that would fit 399 home runs. I mean, like I said, that's rarefied air right there. I mean, that's right. That's top. That's easily top 50, 60 of all time. I, I don't know. I, I hate to give up on this, but I, I don't know where else to go. Right. Yeah. I'm. Oh, wait. What about Tino Martinez? Um, that could be 400 home runs seems a lot for him, but I, I know, but I mean, that kind of fits. I, and also the whole 2005 thing doesn't really fit for him, but that's Dr. Tino Martinez. Yeah. I, I don't hate that. I mean, if we have nothing else, I'd say go for it, but, um, there's no way he got to almost 400 home runs. You don't think so? No. I mean, he had a, he had a couple 50 home run seasons in there. I know. I mean, that's better than anything else we have, so let's do it. Okay. But I, I, I don't think he got to 399. I feel like he's got to be in the 300s, though, at least. I'm sure he's in the 300s. I don't think he got all the way to 399, though. You want to go with that? Yeah, let's. I mean, we don't have anything else, so let's do it. Okay. So we'll go with Brad Dortino Martinez. All right, Johnny Benchwarmers have checked in with Brad Dorotino Martinez. These pretzels, what do you guys come up with? So I had the same thought, like, Brad Doherty was 86, and, I mean, all we came up with is Tino Martinez, but I didn't think he hit enough home runs, but nothing else worked, so we went with Brad Doherty. Brad Doherty, he no Martinez. <laughs> Easy for you to say. Right? Yeah, I'm going to have to reread this question uh, because stupid me saw a three as a nine. It's 339 homers. But uh, the correct answer is Brad Doratino Martinez. Had you not come up with it, I would have, you know. But since you guys were on that track, I figured I'd just wow. let it go. Galarraga finished with three ninety nine, didn't he? Yes, he did. Okay, that's that's see, that was the name that I had in my head. And yeah, I, I'm looking at it now, and even now, like it still looks like three ninety nine, and I had to look really closely. Thankfully, both teams are receiving points. Nice pull there, Jake. Thank you. Yes. All right. That brings us to question three. The trophy name for this man is typically raised in June and was both the world and Olympic champion in his sport in 1988. Uh, Scott, we're checked in. All right. Johnny Benchwarmers have checked in. Let's hear what's going to come out of the uh, mouths here of these pretzels. I mean, it would be Larry O'Brien. 88 was what? 32 years ago. Korea? 88 was Seoul. 92 was Barcelona. So, yeah, 88 was Seoul. But then there was also 88 in Calgary. Oh, for Winter Olympics, yeah. So does that work with Brian Boitano and Larry O'Brien Boitano? Well, let's check in with that then. 
Okay. These pretzels are making me thirsty. I've checked in with Larry O'Brien Boitano, and I'll throw it over to see what the answer for the Johnny Benchwarmers was. Jake, this was all you. Go ahead and take it. Yeah, thanks. Um, so I knew that I know that the NBA uh, Finals trophy, the championship trophy, is the Larry O'Brien trophy. And thanks to South Park, I know about the figure skater Brian Boitano. So we went with Larry O'Brien Boitano. I had no idea about the South Park stuff until I started making up this question and I Googled <laughs> really? information about Brian Boitano. <laughs> well, we Brian Boitano do. <laughs> I'm sure he'd kick an arse or two. <laughs> the correct answer is Larry O'Brien Boitano. Points all around. All right, question four in pre and post game. His overall career in the bigs lasted from 1964 to 2010, which is pretty sweet winning multiple championships and awards along the way. He's also quietly appeared in seven NBA All-Star games, all while playing in the Western Conference. We can check in then. Right, these pretzels are making me thirsty. It's checked in. Johnny Benchwarmers, you guys can talk it out. Okay, so that pretty sweet brings us to Pinella, right? Yeah. And then uh, what were you thinking for the basketball one there? Well, it... I'm wondering if it could be Lamar Odom. He played for the uh, for the the Lakers for a while. I know I know he played for somebody else too, and I'm pretty sure they were Western Conference as well. He let me think who else he played for. Um, he would have been. I think he was on that Mavericks team that won. For lack of a better answer, I think we need to go with Lou Pinello Lamar Odom. You all right with that, Jake? That's fine. Yeah, we're gonna go with Sweet Lou Pinello Lamar Odom. All right, Johnny Benchwarmers have checked in with Sweet Lou Pinnell Lamar Odom over to these pretzels. What was your answer? So it was Lou Pinella. And then, I mean, he, he's the first one I thought of for a seven-time All-Star was uh, Western Conference was LaMarcus Aldridge. Um, so we went Lou Pinella, Marcus Aldridge. All right. One team will be receiving points on this one. The correct answer is Lou Pinella, Marcus Aldridge. I don't think Lamar Odom quite got the seven all-star games. I think he only has like yeah. maybe one or two. LaMarcus Aldridge didn't quite make it into my head. So <laughs> fair enough. All right. Question number five. Mercifully, this will be the last one in this round. He was the last active Houston Oilers player prior to his retirement and also happens to be the all-time leading receiver for the Baltimore Ravens. Additionally, as of the date of this recording, he has appeared in 23 episodes of the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast, having hosted five times. We can check in. These pretzels have checked in. Johnny Benchwarmers, talk it out. What? <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, Ravens receiver. Derek Mason makes sense for this because he was a Titan and he probably came from the, the Oilers. Yeah. So it's going to be... Jeez. It's going to be Derek Mason. However, how do you say Mason's last name? Is it Giat? I believe that's how you say Mason's last yeah. name. Yeah. All right. So the host of one of the hosts of our show, um, Jake, is Mason Giat. So it's going to be Derek Mason Giat. Okay. I trust you on that. Oh, well, no, no. You can trust me on that one. That's, that's 100%. I said you'd have to lean on him for this one. All right. Johnny Benchwarmers have checked in with Derek Mason Giat. These pretzels are making me thirsty. What was your answer? Go ahead, Matt. <laughs> no, you got this. I didn't. I was lost. So you checked in within like eight seconds. So go ahead. It's uh, Well, I knew the second part really quick. Um, I've met him a couple of times. Um, but we checked in with Derek Mason-Giat. 
Both teams receiving points. The correct answer is Derek Mason Giat. Uh, Derek Mason, like I said, last active Oilers player. Mason Giat uh, usually records his podcast from some sort of weird uh, dorm-looking setting, uh, has once been abducted while podcasting, and often receives calls from a random uh, telephone line in his room. Landline. The landline, yeah. The landline. <laughs> and, it's, and his father is Mackie. There's my flavor text. He, he does a really, really good um, Barry White impression, too. <laughs> Sometimes mid-episode. <laughs> Jake is lost. He has no idea what we're talking about. <laughs> Just spoiler alert: at one point in time, when I host, I have all of your names in pre and post games. So oh, this was just the first. You didn't. You couldn't have used it with uh, Matt Dortino Martinez. No, I wanted to get the Mason one in here. Just, I have a better one for you. Okay, good. After the first quarter, we have a score of the Johnny Benchwarmers with ninety. And these pretzels are making me thirsty, swept around, giving them a slight edge with 130. Today's second quarter will be The Missing Link. The Missing Link. This quarter will consist of five questions with theme-linked answers. The teams will attempt to answer the questions and guess the theme. Each question is worth 20 points. If a team checks in first via chat to the host, with the correct theme before the fifth question, they will earn 100 points. The other team can still earn 50 points with the correct theme guess. If neither team has checked in with the correct theme before the fifth question, each team can earn 50 points with the correct answer to the theme after the fifth question. Dan will get you through it. Just We got this. Yeah, get the answer. I, be- I believe in you. Right. I believe in you, so... That's that's a lot. That's a lot of believing you're gonna need. I don't stop believing. There you go. He holds on to that feeling. You ever right. been to South Detroit? <laughs> no. Born, born and raised. Oh, nice. It's, it's in t- it's in it's in Windsor, Ontario. Have you yeah. have you taken that midnight train to Georgia? Just, just going anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's the not the one that goes on and on and on and on. <laughs> Question number one in the missing link. This two-time Pro Bowler also won two Super Bowls and retired in 2015 with almost 600 catches and over 6,500 receiving yards. Okay. You want to go ahead and check in with that? Yeah. We're going to check in. All right. These pretzels are making me thirsty. It's checked in. Johnny Benchwarmers, you guys can talk it out. I don't even know where to start with this one. Well, I mean, I just brought up to you there that I know Heinz Ward, I think, won two with the Steelers, but... 2015, I think, is way too late for him to – and it's only 6,500 yards, too. Yeah, no, I'm talking myself out of it. He would be higher than that, I feel like. Yeah. 2015 and had two retire. I mean, two retire. He t- retired twice. <laughs> what about Plaxico? Is he on both those Giants teams? I think so. And then right after, he shot himself in the foot. Literally. Literally. I mean, literally, literally. I mean, like he was such a stud receiver during that time. I know, but the fact that he missed, I think, two years or whatever because of him being in prison slash shooting himself in the foot, um, sixty five hundred makes more sense. Yeah, it could have been a it could have been a tight end too. True, which like Tony <laughs> Gonzalez never Tony Gonzalez never won a Super Bowl. I don't think there was. Um, who was it? Martellus Bennett? Is that right? So he played for the Patriots, I know, at the end, but 
mean, because that's six and a half yards a catch. Did uh, Michael Finley play anywhere? I mean, I know him. I think is Green Bay. Yeah, but but he... I don't think he was on that team. I don't. I, so I don't know him elsewhere besides. I think I think that was Green Bay, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Um, I I know he played for somebody else. I just can't think of who. I personally, I personally like Plasco Burns for it. Let's, but, let's let's do it then. Okay, I mean it, it's throwing darts at a wall and seeing what sticks, basically. But um, so yeah, Scott, I think we'll walk in or check in rather with uh, Plaxico Burris. All right, Johnny Benchwarmers have checked in with Plaxico Burris, and I will throw it over to these pretzels. What do you guys check in with? So Scott, was that like a hint for them that I would know it? No, I just assumed you probably knew Jermichael Finley's other team. Oh, I thought you were talking about the answer. Um, Michael Finley only played for the Packers. He got injured in 2013. Well, I also figured, yes, Eric, that you knew the answer. <laughs> um, well, no, because it's, it's, it's a tight end that played for the Steelers. Um, won two Super Bowls. Uh, it's Heath Miller. One team getting points. The correct answer is Heath Miller. I hate that guy. I forgot how much I hate that guy. <laughs> the pride of Virginia. God. Pride of Virginia. <laughs> pride of Virginia. No one's ever said that. No, no one. No one <laughs> All right. Question number two in the missing link. In 2016, he became the first Puerto Rican shortstop to win a gold glove award. I don't know which one of those it would be. One of them is Dominican and one of them's Puerto Rican. And I'm oh, trying. Oh, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on, hold All on. All right. All right. I mean, it adds up. I'm just trying to. No, I, I've got the theme. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> it's like you guys don't even you guys don't even have the answer yet. He's like, I've got the no, 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 no. I, 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 I it's the one that I just said. It, that that's that's it. It it fits with my theme, and I'll tell you what it was. We'll check in. All right, Johnny Benchwarmers have checked in. These pretzels are making me thirsty. You guys can talk it out. What do you got? Yeah, I think it's Francisco Lindor. Is he? I, I, so just the other day, I was watching a. Uh, video from John Boy put thing out about uh, what was it about? I think it was about sacrifice flies or something like that or sacrifices or something. It was about him and I remember him because I think his rookie year was 2015 and okay. he had like, a, he had like a, hardly any at-bats but he almost broke the record for the most amount of sacrifices. He was only like two away or something like that but nobody knows about that right because whatever. <laughs> but anyway so then the next year is when he all of a sudden went crazy and had a fantastic year, but then uh, he had like a third of the sacrifices, basically because the team let him swing away. So, if you if, if hey, that's better. That's I that was my original guess, but it was a hundred percent guess. You you know I asked about gold gloves, right? Not hitting stats. No, I know. I just no, <laughs> okay, I, just making sure. I just was. It was a part of the text in there, and he was fresh in my brain. So, all right, let's go. Checking in with Francisco Lindor. All right, these pretzels are making me thirsty. Has checked in with Francisco Lindor over to uh, Dan, who seems like he's got this one here. What was your answer? It was also Francisco Lindor. Um, I, I don't know where his name came from, but it, it, once it was in my head, it I for reasons that will be 
clear later, it made me think, yeah, that's got to be it. Okay, both teams receiving points on this one. The correct answer is Francisco Lindor. And once again, I was pretty flabbergasted to see that no Puerto Rican shortstop had won a gold glove until 2016. Uh, so the theme-linked answers so far are Heath Miller and Francisco Lindor. And that brings us to question three of the missing link. Little mini non-sequitur action here, Matt. I think you'll like this one. Question number three, Andre Roberts has recorded a return touchdown for three different franchises. Andre played his college ball at the Citadel, which is located in what southern city? We can check that in. Johnny Benchwarmers have checked in. These pretzels, you guys can talk it out. It's Charleston, South Carolina. I'm pretty sure. Okay. Let's go. <laughs> yes, checking in with that? We're yeah. going to check in with Charleston, South Carolina. These pretzels is checked in with Charleston, South Carolina. Johnny Benchwarmers, what was your answer? I was just outside of it just a few, uh, <laughs> not a few months ago because it was before COVID, but uh, not too long ago. It was, it's in Charleston. All right. Like I said, I've got a little bit for each of you in this game. The correct answer is Charleston, South Carolina. Points all around on that one. You, you know I live in North Carolina. You will right? forget. You will forget. The area. Yes, I know you. Were, but you I know, also know you're good with geography as well. It was okay. about gold gloves, right? <laughs> <laughs> That was a non sequitur and a geography question. You're welcome. Thank you. I, 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 I was sincerely say thank you. I was stuck on VMI. I was sitting there going like, wait, Virginia, right? No, no. <laughs> Heath Miller is the pride of Virginia, though. I heard about that once. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Your theme-linked answers so far are Heath Miller, Francisco Lindor, and Charleston, South Carolina. Bringing us to question number four in the missing link. This athlete was inducted into the Florida State University Athletics Hall of Fame in 1997, trained for the LPGA, and was named the WBVL Offensive Player of the Year in 1995. Yep. We'll check in. Okay. Johnny Benchwarmers have checked in. These pretzels are making me thirsty. Talk it out. All right. So Florida State, LPGA, and what in the world is the WBVL? <laughs> BV. Volleyball. Or oh. VB. I don't know. WVBL? Is it B say that again, Scott? <laughs> Slowly. WBVL. Volleyball. For the dyslexic. <laughs> WBVL is World's <laughs> Volleyball. Volleyball. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Beach Volleyball League? Beach Volleyball League. Sure. And it goes okay, with our theme, so, so that would be, uh, what's her face? Um, Gabrielle Reese. Teammate trainer? No, that's, yeah. Gabrielle Reese. Oh, uh, okay. Right? Checked in with that? Yeah. All right, these pretzels is checked in with Gabrielle Reese. Johnny Benchwarmers, may I have your answer, please? It, it, it took me a second to figure out what that was, but uh, as soon as you... As soon as I figured out what uh, BV meant and beach volleyball, then yeah, Gabby Reese. Both teams have checked in with Gabby Reese, and both teams are receiving points. The correct answer is Gabrielle Reese. The theme linked answers thus far are Heath Miller, Francisco Lindor, Charleston, South Carolina, and Gabrielle Reese. Question number five in the missing link. Dubbed the most dynamic player of his era, 
This defender made 12 straight Pro Bowls in the 90s and 2000s, winning Defensive Player of the Year in 1992 and NFL Man of the Year in 1994. Bear, bear with me on this one. Take the, uh, t- take the ride with me on this one, all right? Seatbelts seat on, Dan. We're gonna check. away. All right, these pretzels are making me thirsty. It's checked in. Uh, Dan, let's, why don't you take us on a ride? Please do. Okay, so... This is a defender, dynamic player, that time frame fits, and he fits my theme, kind of. <laughs> I think it might be Junior Seau. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and if you can tell where, the, uh, where he fits the theme, it's his first name, not his last name. You sure it's not Seau? <laughs> yeah, it's not Seau. It's chocolate. It's peppermint. Wait, so... Are we sure it's, it's delicious? Not it's quite refreshing. I'm fine, I'm fine Are we sure it's it. not I mean, Jimmy Like Snickers? you said, it adds up, and then the twelve straight pro bowls. The guy was a yeah. It's it's. I think I think Junior say I was going to have to be yeah the answer on this one. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I, it's going to turn had, down a Junior Mint. I had really. I had already <laughs> before before you asked this question. <laughs> we're we're going to check in with Junior Seau, by the way. But uh, before you had asked this question, I'd already written down both Dallas Clark and Tony Clark, thinking. <laughs> could be one of those but um lo and behold it never turned had never turned out <laughs> johnny benchformers have checked in with junior seau these pretzels what do you guys come up with <laughs> we, we also junior seau are you sure right. it's not henry m&ms <laughs> i'm pretty sure so it's not stan milky it's, way it's oh henry m&ms <laughs> pre and post game with candy bars i love it oh all right. Well, both teams are receiving points. The correct answer is Junior Seau. Do we uh, receive a hundred grand with that? <laughs> no, but you will receive you will receive a hundred points with that. Uh, but we'll get to that in a minute. You're gonna get a payday. <laughs> so the theme linked answers in this round are Heath Miller, Francisco Lindor, Charleston, South Carolina, Gabrielle Reese, and Junior Seau. I had both teams submit a guess for the theme well before question five. In fact, uh, Johnny Benchwarmers did it before question two uh, was answered. But they actually gave me the theme before they gave me the answer to the question. Uh, And (laughs) I had these pretzels uh, check in after question number three with a theme guess. I can tell you right now that both of you are correct on your theme. Uh, I think we all kind of figured out at this point uh, the correct answer that I will accept Candy bar names or chocolate names of candy bars, whatever you want to, however you want to say it. Heading into halftime, we have a score of the Johnny Benchformers getting 100 points for the theme to uh, shorten the deficit there. They currently have 270, and these pretzels are making me thirsty, hold a narrow lead with 280. It is now time for the halftime show. It is now time for the halftime show. There will be five entertainment questions pertaining to sports, with each question worth 20 points. Question number one of the halftime round. What diva recorded One Moment in Time, the song that was used as the theme for the 1988 Summer Olympics? You want to check that in, or do you? Yeah, I'm I'm good with that, yeah. Okay, yeah, we'll check in. All right, Johnny Benchformers have checked in. These pretzels, why don't you tell us what's on your mind? 
Yeah, Whitney Houston's like empire period, like a time when she was, you know, um, where she world uh, famous found, was about like she, that eighty-eight two before she found the stuff. I don't know. Yeah, this is an audio. <laughs> she was never on that. Crack is whack. Yeah, is before whack. before she don't, picked don't up do skiing. meth. Before she picked up skiing. Yeah, she was. <laughs> right. uh, Skiing. Poor people do crack, okay? <laughs> oh, God. Wow. That's a direct quote. That it is. is. <laughs> I know. That's why it's so great. Are we, is that, yeah, we're going to check are in. Are we with, too uh, late in to do the episode twi- title? Is no, what? Poor people do crack? Is that what we're saying? I don't think that should be our episode. <laughs> we'll get no, way Matt, more. Ser- no. We'll get way more searches. People will find us. <laughs> Yeah, we're going to check in with Whitney Houston. These pretzels are making me thirsty. Has checked in with Whitney Houston. Johnny Benchwarmers, what was your answer? I want one moment in time. It's Whitney Houston. I think you're going to get that moment when Matt puts the ice uh, track backing over that performance there. The correct answer is Whitney Houston. Oh, and is, I, 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 have to, uh, I have to shout out the... Uh, the Hit Parade podcast for actually giving me this question. And then shout out Matt for turning me on to the Hit Parade question. I listened to the Whitney Houston episode last week and I was like, there it is. I'm going to use that. I'm going to use that. I love it. Yeah. Hoping that that podcast is phenomenal. It. If you're a trivia dork and you like like pop music type trivia, the uh, Hit Parade trivia or podcast is awesome. Question number two. In the movie Blast from the Past, Brendan Fraser's character hopes to marry a girl from what city in order to please his mother's wishes? Apparently, the city has more than just little old ladies. We can check in. These pretzels. <laughs> Matt has checked in. <laughs> I'll throw it over to Johnny Benchformers. What's your this answer? Is a, this is a sports podcast. What the hell is it? <laughs> well, the, uh, the Rose Bowl is played there. Okay, whatever. Have fun. That's, that, thank you for, the, for that. I was trying to think because my dad used to watch that movie all the time. Well, I got it off the little old lady from Pasadena. Oh, fair enough. I just added that second part today. I'm glad you added it because I wouldn't have gotten it from the other part. I would have got it. I've seen that movie many it's, times. I like it. It's a really good movie. I mean, people, it's not a good movie, but whatever. People, people hate on that movie, but man, it was really good. It's a I really thought. good movie. Uh, we're going to check in with Pasadena, by the way. Johnny Benchwarmers <laughs> has checked in with Pasadena. Matt, what did you check in with? Uh, El Segundo. No, uh, Pasadena. <laughs> uh, oh, no, that's what he said. <laughs> so my original question was about the uh, the Rogers Hornsby baseball card from that movie that was referenced. And when I switched the question, I still wanted to keep the movie. So I, I just came up with the Pasadena question because it is technically a sports movie and Pasadena does host the Rose Bowl. The correct answer is Pasadena. Question number three. This is a fan submitted question courtesy of assistant coach Mark Grenier. So if you hate it, you can blame him. Question number three. Name Wesley Snipes' character in the movie White Men Can't Jump. First name only is fine. All I have is Rosie Perez yelling Woody Harrelson's (laughs) name. (laughs) Billy. (laughs) I know this. I know this. Jake, give me a second, all right? Hold on. No, you're fine. You're fine. 
you said Scott, you said first name's fine. Yep. Yeah, Matt, we can check that out. In. Okay. All right. All right. These pretzels are making me thirsty. It's checked in. Johnny Benchformers. I'd say talk it out, but Dan appears to be entering some sort of weird place. Well, well, I, I just uh, messaged Dan and told him that I would be of no help considering I've never seen the movie before. Dan, Dan's not going to see that chat because when he goes to this place, it's it's you know uninterrupted. He's back. I mean, that's that's fine by me. They they checked in. Dan, you can talk oh, it out. Did. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's I, I think it's Sydney. Okay. I mean, like I said, I've never seen the movie before, so I can tell you who's in it. I can't tell you. Anything about the movie? I'm assuming that white men at the end can jump. I don't know. Um, nope. yeah, spo- spoilers, no they can. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I, I'm of no help to you, Dan. My apologies. It's all right. I, I'm, I'm pretty sure that's right. I'm pretty sure it's Sydney. We can check that in. All right, Johnny okay. Benchwarmers just checked in with Sydney. These pretzels, you guys come up with the same thing? So um, in honor... My son, who's sleeping right now, who watches Finding Nemo 105 times a day. It's P. Sherman, 42, Wallaby, Wallaby Way, Sydney. Both teams getting points. Uh, yeah, Dan went into the Mind Palace, and he came back with the correct answer. I thought forward. for a second you were going to say your son who watches White, White Man, Man can't, can't jump all the time. <laughs> He's going to. <laughs> he doesn't know yet. Wow. <laughs> Let's just move on to question uh, four. Shout out to my mom for this next question. <laughs> Who provided the play-by-play call during Meatloaf's 1978 classic Paradise by the Dashboard Lights? We can check in. Sure. <laughs> Once again, Matt has checked in. Johnny Benchwarmers, you guys can talk it out. Oh, dang it. Do you know this? Not a chance. I've never even heard of the song. If it if it even is a song, I don't know. <laughs> I'm assuming it is because it's Meat Love, but I've never. It's um, I just heard this somewhere. I don't remember where it was. I just heard this somewhere though. It was on a podcast that I was listening, a trivia podcast that I was listening to. It's um, it's oh, it's yeah, it's it's um, it's holy cow! It's uh, Rizzuto, Phil Rizzuto. Are you checking? In with we'll that? check that in. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's looking at me like, what? <laughs> Johnny Benchwarmers has checked in with Phil Rizzuto. Matt, once again, what was your answer? Uh, yeah, it was. Uh, you heard it on this podcast. It was just Is like that about I heard a month it? ago or so that this was on this podcast. Yeah. So it was Phil that's Rizzuto. where I heard it. I listened to this yeah. podcast. That's funny because that's not where I came up with the question. I you got it once again. Hit shout parade, out to Hit Parade, which was just a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. So I also listened to the meat. How could I not listen to the meatloaf episode right. of Hit Parade? It's the, close to home. The correct answer is Phil Rizzuto. Points for both teams. Question number five. Did you really think I'd get through an entire halftime round without asking a dating question? You guys should know me better than that. What R&B singer was Quentin Richardson engaged to for 14 months before the relationship fizzled in 2005? I don't know who it is. I know it's not what you said, though. That's that's what I was trying to say. Well, um, well that's reassuring to me. <laughs> um, but I know that's not right because I know who okay. she was with. That's fine. Um, Scott, we're going to check in. 
these pretzels have checked in, and now I'm kind of curious to hear who you guys are talking about, Johnny Benchwarmers. Yeah, so I I said Alicia Keys at first. Just um, she keeps I've, on falling in love. So right, there's no stability. There. <laughs> no one can well, hold. <laughs> well, like because I know she, I know that Quentin Richardson at one point played for the Knicks, and that's why I was kind of going that way. But Dan yeah. kind of steered me away from that a little bit there. I mean, do you have any thoughts, Dan? I, just that it's not Alicia Keys. Um, <laughs> trying to think of what so what when would this have been right around uh you said 2005 right 2005 correct do you say how long they dated 14 months 14 months Ooh, that's a long time they that's, mean, a long that's, time. that's longer than a year if my they were engaged right. so Ooh. so around then would have been like like a shanty or not sierra no um, I mean, because Sierra would have been, I mean, she would have been coming up right then, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily consider her, yeah, I wouldn't consider her R&B, I consider her more pop than anything, but, um, I mean, Ashanti's not a bad guess, I'm, because that would have been, how about Aaliyah? Aaliyah would have been dead. Yeah, Probably. Aaliyah, I think I think Aaliyah died before. She, no, that was that was wait, yeah, uh, it yeah. was wait. <laughs> Probably you didn't say ninety. <laughs> Never mind. I my my timeline's way off. Right <laughs> she probably was dead. <laughs> oh my gosh, my timeline is way off <laughs> by like ten years. Rest in peace, Aaliyah. <laughs> I don't God. normally give out answers, but Dan, it's not Aaliyah. Yeah, no, it's not. <laughs> It's not, it's not Lisa Left Eye either. Just so no. So here's here's the thing. Inside, little inside my head right now, I've got um, a girl that goes to the uh, the childcare that I manage, whose name is Aaliyah, and her. I saw her today. She, she, her name is in my head, and I was thinking just names and not any history behind them. <laughs> yeah. Oh, all that to say that yeah, she's dead. Not the little girl that you saw today. No, no, she's not. She, she's very much alive. Dude. Easy. Well, this, this is a hell of a stalling tactic. No children have been killed or no, died no, no, in no, the no, recording no, 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 of this podcast. Because no. they're too busy doing meth. <laughs> Avoiding the clap. <laughs> I don't know what you. I mean, is, is Ashanti the best one we got right now? Or? I mean, so Scott wrote this question. You knew where this was going. I mean, I mean, Ashanti. That would have been right around the time of her, I guess, peak in in R and B music. What year? Two thousand five. Two thousand five. Yes. Yeah. Okay, I wouldn't consider. Okay, coming off the peak then. I mean, because Coach, Car Coach everyone Carter knows her peak was two thousand two, Jake. Did Ashanti peak yet? God, how, how can I be so obtuse? <laughs> Who is I think we're still waiting for Ashanti to peak. Any minute now. No, because, well, because <laughs> I mean, well, 05 would have been when she was in Coach Carter. Great movie. Great movie. Great movie. Uh, um, is this too? Is this out of the time frame of Brandy, Moesha? 
Not necessarily. Um, she was really young then. Yeah, I mean, like, she was what late nineties, early two thousands was her like. Be careful, Eric getting... might say we're still waiting for her to peak. <laughs> what, what What do you think? What do you think of her? Is I mean, or, I mean, it, are, are you more on Ashanti? I mean, I'm on neither really. If we're being real, <laughs> are you more um, on Ashanti? I'm kind of. That's my I mean, favorite champagne I have on New Year's Eve. <laughs> it's a nice cool bottle of Ashanti. I, I think I'd rather be on Ashanti than Matt Patricia. Let's just put it like that. You've you've never been on Matt Patricia. <laughs> it's exhilarating. <laughs> He'll take you home. The show has left the rails. <laughs> I was like, what if I, what if I signed up for? Her? <laughs> that happened once Dan said that. <laughs> Leah was probably dead. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Dan, I have nothing but the utmost faith in you. I'm personally leaning towards Ashanti. Um, you shouldn't have any faith in me whatsoever. <laughs> I said, I said, Aaliyah. I mean, hey, everybody, everybody gets one, man. Everybody gets one just out of the blue. Like, oh wait, hold on, no, 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 no. <laughs> I think it's either Ashanti or Brandy, and I don't I haven't beat on it either way. So just let's pick one. Just pick one, whichever uh, one at- seems best to you. I'm looking for a coin, man. I can't find one. Um, Go with your gut. Whatever your gut says. Whose songs do you like more? <laughs> Neither, but just <laughs> <laughs> being real. But yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the Peak Ashanti. Checking it. All right, that. Peak. We're going with we're checking in with Peak Ashanti. <laughs> All right, Johnny Benchwarmers have checked in with Peak Ashanti. I'm so. What's your name again? Oh, these pretzels. What'd you guys come up with? <laughs> These pretzels. All right, I don't think she's. I don't think she's dead, but I believe it was Brandy. But she could be dead for all. Oh no! Know. <laughs> so if she's right. I, she's dead to me now. <laughs> it's not Sierra, uh, Jake. She was with Bow Wow at the time. Oh. So it's 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 not Sierra. Um, they almost got married, but almost doesn't count. Uh, but the boy was hers. The correct answer is Brandy. Damn! I talked you out of the Dan. All right, after halftime, we have a score of Johnny Benchwarmers with 350, and these pretzels are making me thirsty with a narrow lead at 380. And that brings us to today's second half. We'd like to take a minute to invite you to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at BenchwarmersTP. We also have a Facebook group for fans of the pod called The Bench. Join us there to comment on the latest episodes and share cool sports facts and trivia. If you'd be willing to rate and review us on iTunes or Stitcher, we'd greatly appreciate the support so that other people may find this podcast. Thanks. And the third quarter will be five on five. Five on five. For this quarter, there will be five categorized lists containing five items each, where each item is worth 10 points. The teams will attempt to guess as many items as they can. However, if a team has an incorrect guess, they will receive zero points for that list. Question one in five on five. The 2001 Eastern Conference All-Star team was devoid of the usual stars of the 90s like Michael Jordan, Patrick Ewing, and Reggie Miller. 
considered a relatively weak starting five at the time, which five players were selected to start that game? I'm not going to get that other person. So if you want to go ahead and check in, I have some ideas, but it's not, it'd be a hundred percent cuss. All right, let's go ahead and check in. All right. These pretzels are making me thirsty as checked in Johnny bench warmers. Let's uh, hear what your thoughts are. We got a lot of names to go through here. So, okay. well, I think there's a couple on there that are going to be for sure. I think Allen Iverson's for sure. We can, we could put Agreed. him on the list. Agreed. I, th- I, th- I like your idea of Vince Carter. Because I'm trying to think of this, the slam dunk competition that he absolutely dominated and brought slam dunk competitions back to what they – to the forefront of the NBA All-Star break. Mm-hmm. That was either 2000 or 2001. I want to say it was 2000. Actually, shoot, I don't know. I'm gonna, I would say a one, actually. So, yeah, Vince Carter, I would yeah. say. Um, I think McGrady was there. Well, this is where it gets dicey because Iverson was your would be your point guard, and then VC I would imagine would be shooting guard. Was McGrady? Uh, was McGrady was he was a forward. Oh, okay, okay. So then McGrady would be your shooting guard probably. Yeah. Right? As far as centers go, we're thinking. I'm thinking it's got to be either Morning or Matumbo, maybe. He was with the Hawks around then. Okay, that was that was my next question. Was who was he playing for at that time? I think it's got to be Morning. Okay. Yeah, I mean, he was dominant as a center, and I'm trying to think of who else would be. I mean, I don't really know much about late 90s, early 2000s bat NBA right. or NBA for that, for much in that matter, actually. But So, Ray Allen is one that we need to think about because I do think he was with the Bucks at that point. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I said Seattle, but then as soon as you said that, I, he was originally drafted by the Bucks, right? Then he got traded, I guess, to Seattle or something, and then – uh, signed free agency in the mid two thousands to Boston. But yeah, you said you said the possibility of Grant Hill too. I mean, he would have been. Grant Hill is Scott's favorite player of all time. I <sighs> he may have written this question because Grant Hill was on the team, but Love he may Grant not Hill. have. I mean, <laughs> I don't know if we want to risk it. Grant Hill's like the Marcus of NBA players. So, Dan, I feel comfortable with at least three. I feel comfortable with AI. I feel comfortable with Vince Carter. And I'm debating on whether or not to go more towards McGrady or Morning. I'm comfortable, wanna, with, kinda... I'm comfortable with both of them, honestly. Okay. If you want to check in with that, that's fine by me. Yeah. So I, I, okay, I'm good with Iverson, McGrady, Carter. And I, I, I'm pretty good with Morning. If you want to check in with the three there of uh, Iverson, McGrady, Carter, we can do with that. If you want to go the fourth and throw Morning down, I'm I'm supportive of it. But I want to th- I want to go Morning. I do. Okay. It's it, I would go off of McGrady before I went off of Morning. Okay, that's fair. I'm fine with that. So you want to go the four? Eric says yes, we do. So I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> if you well, want to go three on this one, I'm fine with it. We can go three. I feel com- I feel more comfortable going three okay. and getting the points there. Um, All right. So Iverson, Carter, Vince Carter, I should say, and uh, uh, Alonzo Morning. Sure, we can do that. That's okay. fine. All right, Scott, uh, Allen Iverson, Alonzo Morning, and Vince Carter checking in. Hey, right, Johnny Benchwarmers have checked in with Allen Iverson, Vince Carter, and Alonzo Morning. I will throw it over to these pretzels for their answer. Zuh. 
So, um, don't take all my flavor text, please. I was 100% on Allen Iverson, 100% on Vince Carter, um, and 100% on Tracy McGrady. Um, the fourth one I knew only because I wrote a question about him today. So I might have to throw that question away. Um, he made his only all-star game ever. Um, and that was Anthony Mason. Why would you write a question about, you know what? That's (laughs) (laughs) So that's what you checked in with. Yeah. All right. So Allen Iverson, Vince Carter, Tracy McGrady, and Anthony Mason who apparently is worthy of more than one question on the bench warmers trivia podcast. <laughs> we had one about him already, so we might. Oh be. yeah. I think I do remember something. All right. So one team uh, is actually getting points on this one. Uh, Dan, let me just go back to you real quick. Um, Ray Allen was on that team. Didn't start. Glenn Robinson was on that team. Didn't start. Dikembe Mutombo was on that team. Didn't start. So you had all the guys, um, you know, that you were naming Grant Hill uh, didn't play due to injury. Uh, He was on crutches then. Uh, So the starting five were Allen Iverson, Vince Carter, Tracy McGrady, Anthony Mason, and Antonio Davis. So 40 points awarded to these pretzels on that one. Question number two. I need the last five non-quarterbacks to win the Heisman Trophy. And I will say if the award was stripped, it still counts on my list. We'll check in. Johnny Benchwarmers have checked in. These pretzels are making me thirsty. Talk it out. The the only well, the last Wisconsin player that yeah. I know that had Heisman Trophy was Ron Dane. But okay, I don't, that no, that's it. That's I was okay. spacing on his name. I don't know. So what was. you're thinking Reggie Bush, Henry Ingram, uh, Ron Dane, Ron Dane, and what did did did. Did, I don't uh, want to sound stupid, so let me throw a name out there and you tell me if this is... Go ahead. Quarterback. Oh, okay. I wasn't sure what position he played. Hey, you can say it. Name. No, because every time that I say something that I don't know when... No, whatever. People make fun of you? Are you... Are you yeah, I'm, like I'm a sensitive person, did, Scott. Did you say... You did, you, did, you, did you type Eric Crouch? Is that what it was? No, I typed... I didn't know what position Troy Smith played. I wasn't quite sure, but I know he wanted he to. He didn't know what position so. he played either. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, right. I you don't need to worry. The Ravens I, when they drafted him. I, I threw a Leah out today, even though she was probably dead. <laughs> she had been dead for like four years at the time. Yeah. I don't know how far this goes back, but if it goes to Ron Dane, then just a couple of years before him was Charles Woodson. Was Who was first, Woodson or Williams? Ricky. They were like right next to each other, but I don't know yeah. which one was which. I got him flipped in my head. I can't. So I say we stop. I know Dane was after both of them. So let's just let's just. You want to go with Henry Ingram, Dane, and Reggie Bush? Yeah, I like it. All right, these pretzels have checked in with Henry, Dane, Ingram, and Reggie Bush. Johnny Benchwarmers, what was your answer? We uh, we said the exact same four that they did, and we went the one year earlier than Ron Dane and said Ricky Williams. So Henry Ingram, Reggie Bush, Ron Dane, and Ricky Williams. That's correct. And if you didn't count uh, Reggie Bush, if if you didn't count Reggie Bush, it would go back to, to Woodson. Yeah. There's nothing else I can say. Both teams are getting points on this one. The uh, the correct answers are Derek Henry, Mark Ingram, Reggie Bush, Ron Dane, and Ricky Williams. And if we went back one year, it would be Charles Woodson. 
Go Doesn't back t- to uh, go back to Eddie George if you don't go too far back to Rashawn Salam and Rashawn Salam. Yep, that's right. The words. Uh, Desmond Howard come into the play there. 91, he would have yeah. been the next one. He'd be like the eighth back, yeah. Okay. All right. Nice job on that one, gentlemen. Good luck on this one. Oh, thanks. Question <laughs> number three. No, it's not that bad. But I got I to gotta ask, you know, I got to have these questions on my games. I need the last five U.S. women's figure skaters to medal at the Olympics. So that can be, you know, gold, silver, or bronze. They just needed to have medaled at the Olympics. Women? Correct. My kryptonite. <laughs> Are you talking about singles? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Your cuts. <laughs> Trying to think. <laughs> Look up at my chat. I just see Galuli. <laughs> Call me Galuli. <laughs> You want to go with that, Matt? With those three? Yeah. I mean, no, five. Those five. <laughs> wow, Matt. You can't oh, let them yeah, know. I didn't see those other two. Okay. Yep, oh, all sure. right. Yep. All right. So, Galuli. <laughs> We're checked in. What, what, are their, what are their names in Blades of Glory? <laughs> These pretzels is checked in. Johnny Benchwarmers. Talk it out. I'm having a hard time placing the early ones that you said, like Kwan and Yamaguchi, placing them in if they'd be the last five. Yeah. I mean, like I said, those are the first two figure skaters that come to mind when you think of U.S. women's figure skating, at least to me, I should say. I'm not a professional figure skater or much You're not? a fan of it. What? Believe it or not, I, I, I got a bit of a weight problem. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so okay, let me let me throw the ones out there that I'm that I'm pretty sure did. Okay, okay, go ahead. Tasha Cohen. Okay. Um, Sarah Hughes. Only reason I remember her name is because I have a cousin that's named that, and it. Okay. Uh, um, I think Lipinski and Michelle Kwan are going to be on there. Lipinski and Kwan both, I think, both won the same year. I'm, I'm almost positive Michelle Kwan was 2002. And I think Lipinski was also that year. 2002. And then Hughes and Cohen were later than that. Later as in more recent? Yeah, more recent okay. than that, yes. I, I do. I think it goes all the way back to Kerrigan. Okay, so do you want to go all five then here and – we got to make up points at some point, but I don't know. I mean, if we, if we do, we fall back another 30 points is the question. True. I, I'm, I'm a little gun shy right now because of Alonzo morning. Yeah. Um, how confident. All right. So how confident are you? You, you were saying that you have like a cousin that's there. He was right. Yes. Yes. Was it her? It was not her, but it was same name. <laughs> um, and her and Sasha Cohen. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure both got medals. And this is just medals of any kind, right, Scott? Yes. Okay. Correct. And then it goes to... Not of any kind. Well, okay. (laughs) Right. It's not like an alloy medal. Here's One one of them came in third in the Pillsbury Bake Off, so... (laughs) What it comes down to on this question is whether or not Yamaguchi fit in before or after Kerrigan. I personally, personally, and... um, 
I could be wrong, but I could have swore uh, Nancy Kerrigan was 94 with the Tanya Harding thing. Mm-hmm. I could have swore it was 94. And I could have, I, I thought that Yamaguchi was like late 90s, early 2000s. I, I think she was early 90s. Matt, you want to help us out? What was there, what now? You want to help <laughs> us out? Sure. Um, okay, here's the deal. Uh, yeah, I got nothing. Okay. All right. So here's the, that. here's the here's the problem is that if we're having the problem between Yamaguchi and yeah we're gonna have to stop at Lipinski and Quan then I it, thought of something if you take four hundred and you minus one it's three ninety nine not three thirty nine <laughs> my God he's on it yeah. <laughs> he finally figured it out all right so make the call Jake four or five let's do four uh, so Michelle right, we'll, we'll check in ahead. with. Sasha Cohen, Sarah Hughes, Tara Lipinski, and Michelle Kwan. Okay. Johnny Benchwarmers have checked in with Tara Lipinski, Michelle Kwan, Sasha Cohen, and Dan's cousin, Sarah Hughes. Over to these pretzels. What did you guys check in with? Yeah, we checked in with Alan Iverson, Vince Carter. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. <laughs> what question are we on again? Um, so <laughs> Michelle Kwan, Sarah Hughes, and Tara Lipinski is who we checked in with. Okay, I can tell you that both teams will be receiving points. The answers are uh, Tara Lipinski, Michelle Kwan, Dan's cousin Sarah Hughes, <laughs> Sasha Cohen, not Borat, <laughs> and Nancy Kerrigan. So there it is. Go with oh, your gut, Dan. Kerrigan was on there. Okay. I, my, I'm, like I said, I, I was positive that morning was on the list too, though. So I'm. All right. Yeah. We're just going to move right on to question four. Um, I can see that Eric is a little dejected after what's going on here. So I'm going to liven him up with a hockey question. Oh, oh sweet Jesus. Uh, question four. I need the five players who won the Vezina Trophy during the 1990s. What do you got for me, Matt? Um, let me think here now. Um, what's the Vezina Trophy again? I forget. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Hold on. Please tell me that's a serious question. Oh, okay. So then, in the 1990s, you said, right? Yep. Correct. Yeah, only five guys won it. Yes. Spelled incorrect, but yes. That's close. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> I came up with two names for people that... Was I know. I'm just, letting you, I'm just letting you know. And, um, no, I think it's too early for him. Oh, send it out there. That's right. Spelled wrong again, but that's correct. Leave me alone. <laughs> I um, listen. Then how about uh no. Too early, right? I, Never won. Oh. Come on, Matt. Come on. I got some, right? Uh yeah. I got I got I know. I I want you to get the last right? one. Come on. <laughs> got one more. This was gonna be all you. If you get the last one, I'm I'm leaving because I'll be shocked. He knows the fifth one. No knowing the five that are there on here, I, I know which one he's, he's referencing it's got to be you want to just i know it we can just check it if you want <laughs> no Here. listen he's in the think closet okay let him stay that's <laughs> right next to the water closet <laughs> all right well let's go i thought that was it, it was it was oh yeah 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 yep and then another one from there yep so we'll just check in i got it Go ahead. All right. These pretzels are making me thirsty. Has checked in. 
Johnny's bench warmer. Johnny bench warmers. Johnny's. I just made you guys like charity cases. Johnny's kids. <laughs> Johnny's kids. Johnny's bench warmers. <laughs> Talk it out. See, I, I think Johnny bench warmers sounds like a like a a place where you can go get like a sundae and a hot dog. Oh, it's like Johnny Rockets. <laughs> yeah, Johnny bench warmers. People forget about Johnny Rockets. God. All right. Um. So yeah. So Dan, you said it's Wah, Hassock, and Belfour for sure, and I'm pretty sure somebody stop me. Jim Carrey is also on there. The way that they're saying talking about who the last one is makes me think that I've never heard of them, or if I have, I'm not coming up with it. You haven't gotten like who yet? So it wouldn't be Felix Podfin, right? Like no, no. So I, I don't know who this who this fifth one's gonna be, but you're confident in the four. I, there? I'm I'm fairly confident in the other ones. Yeah, if you want to go with those four, then by all, right. by all means go. We're gonna go. We're gonna go. Wa, Hashik, Belfour, and Jim Carrey. Okay, Johnny Benchwarmers have checked in with Wa, Belfour, Hashik, and Jim Carrey. Possibly the actor. I'm not really sure because i'm new to this hockey thing uh over to these pretzels uh eric why don't you tell us who they are so dan you don't listen to our podcast i I do (laughs) i asked a question about this um in the fourth quarter a while ago Mm -hmm. um the only two goalies to interrupt hashik streak of like six or something like that um there are two capitals goalies Uh, matt actually got it right yep matt so there's jim carrey uh there's patrick waugh Dominic Hasek, Ed Belfour, and South African-born Olaf Kolzig. Who? Yes. <laughs> Oli the goalie. Oh, Oli the goalie. Okay, I do remember Oli the goalie. <laughs> I do remember him. But uh, I, 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 yeah. But both teams receiving points on this one. The answers are indeed Patrick Waugh, Dominic Hasek, Ed Belfour, Jim Carrey, and Olaf Kolzig. The only reason I knew half of these was be, or three of these was because it was in that question before. So I knew the three and then I thought, well, was got to be in there somewhere. Right. So points all around on that one. Question number five, final question of the third quarter. I got you, Jake. Uh, Give me the Cincinnati Bengals franchise leaders in receiving yards. Top five. Uh Oh, I'm not gonna make them, not gonna make them look bad. All right. Yeah, you're doing a pretty good job at that. That's okay. <laughs> Welcome to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. We're gonna go ahead and check in. All right, these pretzels is checked in. Johnny Benchwarmers, enlighten us. So, okay, so or go ahead. I'm sorry. Go, no, I mean, I'm just going. I'll I'll let you be the expert here, but I think um, Chad Johnson or Ocho Cinco, AJ Green, for sure. Do you think Collinsworth makes it? I think so. Um, so my thought process here is that Chad Johnson 100% is the leading receiver of all time for the Bengals. If, if, it, if he isn't, he just got passed by AJ. Because mm-hmm. I think at, right at this point, about the same in total time with the Bengals anyway. But um, Collinsworth, I could see sneaking on there. He was consistent in the 80s. He was on, I believe, both Super Bowl teams. If yeah. not, he was definitely on the last one. You said Pickens. I don't remember that name personally. Car- Carl Pickens? I mean, okay, okay. I mean, he, like, he's a pretty big receiver. 
I mean, I'm trying to think of who Kenny threw to. I mean, well, that would be before my time, obviously. The but, goat, you mean? Yes. Yeah, people goat. forget about people forget about the should be Hall of Famer Kenny Anderson. Yeah, we, not on this show, on this no. On this show, we do not time. forget about Kenny Anderson. Yeah, he's the best. Oh, okay, Ken Anderson. We forgot about Georgia Tech point guard Kenny Anderson. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> my <we> apologies <laughs> to Kenny Anderson and the Ken Anderson, them and their families. I apologize. Yeah, exactly. I mean, okay, so if if you think that Johnson and Green are the top receivers, who was the top receiver before Chad Johnson? I know. That's what I'm trying to go for. I mean, very well could be Carl Pickens. TJ Husmanzada pops up in my head, but the problem is he only played for like three years. Yeah, I don't think he's he's that far up the list. I I think those four are good. Um, Chad Johnson, AJ Green. This is going to be someone from the early 80s teams. Probably. I mean, they slung the ball a lot in that time. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I say we can check. Do you want to check in with those four? Johnson, Green, Collinsworth, and Pickens. Yeah, I'm fine with yeah, that. Yeah, I'm, I'm good with that. All right. Yeah, we'll check that in, Scott. All right. Johnny Benchwarmers have checked in with Chad Johnson, A.J. Green, Chris Collinsworth, and Carl Pickens. Uh, these pretzels, what do you guys check in with? I think we have the same ones, right? Yeah. Uh, Collinsworth, AJ Green, Chad Johnson, Carl Pickens. And while we were chatting about it, I had time to look up some uh, brandy-related, old-fashioned, simple syrup recipes online. So thanks for that time. Oh, I thought you were going to say brandy, old-fashioned, R&B classics. <laughs> no. Like, I want to be down. Matt, I'm here. I'm here to help you out, buddy. It's the holidays okay. coming up, you know. <laughs> Thanks, bud. Got to get going. This this one company selling this simple syrup for thirty two dollars a bottle. Who are these crack smokers? Why don't you just make your own simple, simple syrup? syrup? It's, it's not hard. Water. That's why it's called oh, simple had, uh, syrup. You know, botanicals. Botanicals, my. Ass. So the what? correct answers are. <laughs> we've got both teams getting points on this one. Chad Johnson, AJ Green. Carl Pickens and Chris Collinsworth are one, two, four, and five, respectively. Uh, neither team came up with the man in the third spot. Isaac Curtis. Yeah. Uh, I, mean, I have no idea. Yeah, that's a who for me. Who? <laughs> <laughs> <Ooh. laughs> Where's yeah. Darnay Scott? Uh, actually, seventh, I believe. I was looking oh, at the list really? earlier. Yeah. Nice. Where did Hoosh come in then? Hoosh, Hoosh had to be not, top ten, right? I, I didn't see Hoosh in the top ten, actually. Surprisingly, but I, I just glanced. I definitely saw Darnay Scott. After the third quarter, we have the following scores. Johnny Benchformers with 520, and these pretzels are making me thirsty with 580, meaning I get to say it, it's still anyone's game going into the fourth quarter. And this will bring us to the fourth quarter, known as... The fourth quarter, known as put your fours up. This quarter consists of five categorized questions that teams will wager up to 100 points each, not to exceed their current point total. The categories for today are as follows, and uh, yeah, I kind of wish like JJ or Mason were on for this, but that's all right. I'll just deliver it to the old guys. Categories are That's So Raven, Rocket Power, Blues Clues, Kim Possible, and even Stevens. Uh, that's all Raven football. Rocket Power is going to be the NBA. Blues Clues going to be hockey. Kim Possible tennis. 
and even Stevens College Basketball. It's now time for the teams to place their wagers. Now that the wagers are in, on to the questions. Question one in the category of That's So Raven. Within one, how many times have the Baltimore Ravens made the playoffs since their inception in 1996? All right, we'll check in. Johnny Benchwarmers have checked in. These pretzels, you guys can talk it out. 1996, 2000, 24 years. Yeah. They were, they were a dumpster fire for the first few years. Really good for a few years. Then not so great for a while. They and were then bad. Back they to were good again. Bad with Tony Banks. Mm. Um, Gerbach kind of turned them around. McNair helped them out a little bit. Dilfer was right in the defense. Yep. Um, and then Flacco. I want to say they made it like a good stretch in a row because of him. So okay, so you you said probably twenty four years, half of them because yeah. they had they've had good years, they've had bad years, they've been about a fifty fifty team for making the playoffs. So I'm good with that. Okay, so twelve. He said within one, so twelve gives us eleven and thirteen. I like it. I like it too. All right, checking in with twelve for one hundred points. All right, these pretzels are making me thirsty. Has checked in with 12 for 100 points. Johnny Benchwarmers, I would like your answer and wager, please. Well, we both kind of came at it differently. Um, I think Jake started writing them down, the years that he could remember since they're in his division. And I kind of came at it as probably a little, probably half or so. So uh, we both said the same number. We both said 11. So we decided to check in with 11 for 100 points. The correct answer is 12. So points for both teams on that one. Nice job. Question number two in the category of rocket power. What power forward represented the Rockets in the 1992 All-Star game alongside Hakeem Olajuwon? All right, we're going to go ahead and check in. These pretzels are making me thirsty. It's checked in. Johnny Benchwarmers, talk it out. Right around the time I was playing, um, like the whatever the early iteration of the EA Sports basketball versus Blazers were, and the um, Rockets were my team. That roster did not have a lot of huge players in it, and if it's a power forward, I think it has to be Otis Thorpe. I, I don't think I'm going to come off of that name. I know that's not a an everyday name, but I I'm not going to come off of it. So if you're all right with that, Jake. Yeah, I'm fine with it. Go ahead. All right. Check in Otis Thorpe. Okay. Johnny Benchwarmers have checked in with Otis Thorpe for how many points? For 100. All right. And over to these pretzels. What was your answer and wager? Yeah, Otis Thorpe is probably right, but we the only name I could even think of was Robert Ory, but I don't think – I think the next year was his rookie year. But So we checked in with Robert Ory for 50 points. Robert Ory for 50 points. One team is – correct the answer is otis thorpe good pull dan good pull dan that justifies good. me playing as the the rockets no yeah they go, right it all was these all, years it was later something yeah it's like when the minnesota water win a stanley cup in the next three years it'll be like oh picked them for the i've been with them i'll i'll come out to you and buy you a drink <laughs> if that happens i will drive up to cincinnati and i will find you and i'll buy you a drink Bet. You, you won't you won't have to, Dan. Yeah, no need to worry about that. <laughs> don't make those plans. Next five years. We uh we have still a don't need to worry about I'm, I'm going <laughs> your schedule's well. fine. <laughs> After that question, we have a swing in the score. 
these pretzels are making me thirsty has 630 and johnny benchwarmers has 720. question number three in the category of blues clues this is uh, pretty straightforward i'm going to give you a couple of clues here and you're just going to tell me who they are pertaining to a blues all-star not in the hall of fame racehorse named after him current offensive coordinator all right we'll 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 check in all right, Johnny Benchwarmers have checked in. These pretzels, talk it out. Eric, it seems like you're on the cusp. Um, my gut, not in the Hall of Fame, should be in the Hall of Fame, is Pierre Turgeon. He was a blue. Some other names that you threw around with Al McGinnis. Al McGinnis, he's in the Hall of Fame. And Chris Pronger, which I think he may have been a coach. But he's got a lot of concussion issues, so I don't think he's maybe in a, in a more. Yeah. Um, so you want to go with? Just Pierre for the shit, just for the fact that he said not in the Hall of Fame, which gives me the idea that it's somebody that probably should be. And I think he's, he's, I, mean, I want to say he's something I didn't know again that offensive coordinator was a thing in the NHL. Um, but I thought he had some type of coaching job in LA. But did Pierre Turgeon play for the Blues? Yeah, when was this like late 80s, probably early 2000s? Oh, oh, yeah, he's okay, yeah. Late '90s, early 2000s, maybe around that time. I mean, I, so the one name that I came up with was ridiculous. So let's go ahead and go with yours. All right, let's go with uh, check in with Pierre Turgeon for 100 points. For 100 points, these pretzels have checked in with Pierre Turgeon. Over to Johnny Benchwarmers. What was your answer and wager, please? It wasn't Pierre Turgeon, but I could see a horse named Turgeon. That would make sense. I went with the only in I had here, and that was someone I knew played for the Blues who owns a stable, and that would be uh, Minnesota Golden Gopher, Eric Johnson. All right. Who I'm pretty sure is not in the Hall of Fame. For how many points? 30, I think. The correct answer is Pierre Turgeon. Hey! <laughs> uh, back when he played for the Sabres, one of their shareholders, George Strawbridge, named a horse after him. Uh, Turgeon the horse won several races in France. He's also did. now the, um, it says right here, the offensive coordinator for the LA Kings. When you said offensive coordinator, I started going down the list of the offensive coordinators in the NFL right now. That, like I, might have a similar name or something. I was, I, I, I was on, I was on Brendan Shanahan. <laughs> I was on Eric Bieniemy, and it wasn't getting me anywhere. <laughs> All right, after that question, we do have a change in the score. Regaining the lead with 730 uh, is these pretzels are making me thirsty. And just slightly behind with 690 are Johnny Benchwarmers with two questions to go. Question number four in the category of Kim Possible. And maybe I, now looking at it, I should have called this Kim Impossible, but let's see how you do. Despite becoming the number one ranked player in the world in 2003, Kim Kleisters earned that honor without actually winning a Grand Slam singles title. In fact, Kim didn't win her first Grand Slam title until 2005 when she won the U.S. Open, defeating what Canadian underdog in the finals? Got it. Let's go with it, Matt. All right, we're going to go ahead and check in. All right. These pretzels are making me thirsty. It's checked in. Johnny Benchwarmers, talk it out. I have absolutely <laughs> nothing on this. It's so it's so frustrating because I told my friends I was going to be on this podcast, and one of the guys I play trivia with is a huge tennis guy. Shout out Drew Phil, um, 
And he is going to hear this question and he's going to flip out at the fact that I don't know it. But yeah. I mean, we have, I, we have no in on this. We don't. You are right about that. Like, I mean, I said uh, Justine Hanin or, or Hanin there, but I'm pretty sure she's Belgian. She's Belgian. Yeah, or Dutch or something. And she's also a hyphenator. Yeah. She is a hyphenator. I have a thought. Of just a random name that popped in my head. I don't know her first name, but the last name being Saunders. We can just tri- we can just yeah. check Saunders in. Yeah, we don't need a first name. Fine by me. Um, so Scott Saunders is who we're gonna go with. Just not Saunders. Scott Saunders. Not like, Scott Saunders. Saunders. Scott. I'm like, comma. first of all, that sounds awesome. Yeah. Scott, what? comma, we're gonna go with this. We're gonna go with Saunders. Oh, Saunders. And our wager, I believe, was thirty-one. Summer Sanders. <laughs> Johnny Benchwarmers has checked in for 31 points with Saunders. These pretzels, what was your answer and wager? We wagered um, 100 points minus 100 points. Yeah. Oh, boy. Um, this, divided this is what by... happens when you take a number and then you minus a number, <laughs> another number. You went... And then we multiplied it by 10 and then divided by zero. And we um, still got zero. Zero points. So um, yeah. and the only Canadian tennis player I know, I believe, is Wozniak. The great and powerful was. <laughs> All right. So you guys checked in for zero points with the great and powerful was. Unfortunately, but not surprisingly, neither team getting points on this one. The correct answer is Mary Pierce. Oh, Mary Pierce. Sure. Yeah. And I'm not sure oh. if she was related to Paul or not. Very well. That's, um, <laughs> oh, I knew I'm, I'm half Canadian and so we're technically related. <laughs> Your genetics should have told you who it was. I mean, come on. Bomb back. I'm going to owe you some money on this one. Who? <laughs> All right. That brings us to question five. Who? <laughs> is that just the title of the episode now? <laughs> who is that? No, but it'll be in the summary. <laughs> People are trying to one up my DJ Cooper, I see. The oh, this is three up to. 2005 U.S. Open Finals. Yeah, didn't even win it. Oh. And she was admittedly an underdog. Yeah, well, a 13th seed. Cinderella story. You just asked a finals question about the 13th Canadian that fell short in the 2005 U.S. Women's Open. Finals. Whoever had... um, Whoever had November 24th, 2020 is when this podcast jumped the shark. (laughs) (laughs) And we're out of questions. Yeah, we're officially happy days now. All right, it's it's great knowing y'all. Have a great day. Bye. (laughs) We're in syndication now. We're we're done. (laughs) Board it up. Syndication. That's where you make the money. I didn't even kill a person. I killed an entire podcast. What was her name again? (laughs) Mary Pierce. Mary Pierce. Sounds like a first lady. That brings us to question five, and this will determine the game. Question five in the category of even Stevens. In the 2011 NCAA tournament, the Brad Stevens-led Butler Bulldogs won a classic overtime game against Florida in the Elite Eight. What future NBA guard hit a crucial three-pointer with 81 seconds left to cement the victory and a second straight trip to the Final Four? All right, we're going to check in. These pretzels are making me thirsty. Has checked in. Johnny Benchwarmers, talk it out. We were talking about Gordon Hayward first, but I, I really do think he was gone by then. Yeah. 
I, I, I said in our chat, so Butler made two Final Fours with Brad Stevens. First one was the Gordon Hayward one. Right. The, the miraculous shot against Duke that almost went in, but unfortunately did not. The second one would have been 11, and that would have been the year that they made it to the national championship but lost again to UConn, yeah. Jim Calhoun's last season, I believe. Yeah. And you said it right there in the chat, and I think you just nailed it with Sheldon Mack. Uh, he was he played for the Hornets. Um, yeah, he's a hundred percent. He's a hundred percent an NBA player. Yeah. So but you Sheldon, think it's Mac? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, because Sean right. Mac definitely is a guard, and I'm about ninety five percent sure he played at Butler. So we should, we're just gonna check in Mac then. Yeah, that's fine. All right, we'll check in Mac. Not return of the just just Mac. Just, no, just just Mac. Return of right. the Mac. All right, Johnny Benformers has checked in with Mac for how many points? Century One hundred. All right, for 100 points. And these pretzels, what was your answer and wager, please? I watched the game. All I remember is the back of the jersey, so I didn't have a first name, but I saw Mac. Um, so we checked in with Mac for 50 points. Both teams are receiving points. The correct answer is Shelvin Mack. Uh, Shelvin was actually drafted right after that season in 2011 in the second round by the Wizards and currently plays uh, for Greece in the EuroLeague. Yay. So there's that. Points all around. Mary Pierce? Mary Pierce. <laughs> oh, no, you remember. All right. The game has come to an end, and here are the final scores. With a very respectable score of 759, Johnny Benchwarmers. However, uh, just eking out a win with 780 are tonight's winners who are receiving the very, very coveted uh, clipboard captain Jeff Driscoll Award. The team of Eric and Matt. These pretzels are making me thirsty. Congratulations, fellas! Woo-hoo. Way to go, Eric! All right, nice, Jake. I'm, nice I'm sorry. Out. I'm sorry that I couldn't get you the uh, the Bengals backup Jeff Driscoll Award there. Um, I, I know that's something <laughs> that you probably really Covered wanted. It. Nevertheless, though, thanks a lot for coming on and being a part of this. Uh, we really appreciate having you. You've been a lot of fun to have on. Uh, definitely a joy, and we're happy to have you back anytime. Yeah, appreciate it, man. Yeah, I had a, I had a good time. Very well written show. Um, well, yeah, well, except, for, well. Except, for, except for Mary Pierce. There have been harder questions. Uh, yeah, I mean, there were a couple. There were a couple that just hung us up for 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 a while there, but um, but no, I mean, props to you guys. You guys put on a great show. Um, and yeah, anytime you'd want to have me back, I'd I'd love to be back. And thanks for having me. Yeah, we'll definitely make that happen. I was going to throw it over to Dan, but I know he's just going to ridicule me. So No, I'm not. I've done that enough. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking forward to, uh, to meeting you up in uh, Cincinnati when the, uh, when the Wild win the Cup. I'll be, uh, I'll be up there. I, I may be 90 at that point, but I'll, I'll be there. And um, I'll, thank you for teaming up with me. I'm, I, I had a good time tonight, and uh, you, you and I, I think um, our, our knowledge base has kind of uh, clicked a little bit together. So that was uh, – that was, it, was, it was a lot of fun. So you want to come back on, I'd be happy to take you as a teammate again. Matt, any last remarks, buddy? Yeah, I'm not currently looking for a new job, but if there are any hockey teams that need an offensive coordinator, you can go ahead and call me anytime. I'm available. So thanks. <laughs> Eric, um, aside from uh, you know, telling us that poor people don't, don't crack, <laughs> any other uh, remarks for us? Um, I'm going to buy a horse. I'm naming it Doherty. Um, <laughs> After Brad? <laughs> Of course, <laughs> Brad. Spilt the wrong way. After Brad, yeah. <laughs> um, no, it was uh, 
Fun game, Scott. Your your halftime didn't throw me off too much. I mean, we did learn that, you know, Aaliyah's probably dead, but um, <laughs> fun game. I enjoyed myself. Thank you for listening to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. And until next time, we'll keep the bench warm. That ball hit high and deep. Stretch. Stretch. Get on back there. They look up. You can put it on the ball. Yes. Yes. Into deep left center for Mitchell. And we'll see you tomorrow night. That great music you're listening to is by Justin Nozick. Thanks to him for producing that music for us. You've been listening to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. Make sure to check us out on all of our social media. We are at BenchwarmersTP. You tell me it's not Devin Dubnik? <laughs> it's not Devin Dubnik. <laughs> Who? <laughs> Damn. My buddy and I used to have a joke all the time that anytime we were on any kind of like texting app or a social media thing, whenever we wanted to talk about weed, we'd always say the wild goalie. Hey, do you have any of that wild goalie for me? (laughs) (laughs) Eric, why don't you send it to him? And then, then you can spend half the fourth quarter typing to him. <laughs> I almost did that earlier after the missing link, just so you know. Oh my God. <laughs> Caught myself.